Oh, wait, those are butts, huh? Those are butts. Well, that's your what? butt. Okay. We have what? butts as our header picture for our Facebook group. Please we make sure butts. the butts are lined Hello. up to look like the lips. Wait. What's the one on the far left? Spoiler alert. You're listening to the Comics Online Podcast. Season 12. Episode 8. WonderCon. Recorded April 1st, 2012. This episode, Kevin and Doom are joined by Bill Waters and Marianne Butler. Topics include WonderCon, DragonCon, superheroes in bikinis, being human, Game of Thrones, and Ren Fairs. As when a lion roareth, and when he cried, seven thunders uttered their Converting earthy language into thrust. As you kneel before Isaiah, when Legend of Zelda's turned to dust. Podcasting from the future like your time was dead and gone. And we rock the best site like ComicsOnline.com. Level 12 cybernetics, vibranium power acts. You communicate with snail mail, but we wireless adapt. We are more than easy eyes, we descend to blow your spot. You're a copy of better tech, like your name was GoBots. You hoping for iTunes, but little noob, you in the danger zone. We're all the best leaders, like Sepinter on his throne. Written by Stan the Man, don't you ever try to serve thee. New guys of this book, like we were drawn by Jack Kirby. Hunger like Sinistar, consumer culture, then Galactus. Final Fantasy domination, with our super geeky tactics. From the days of Marconi to Buffalo Loud and Best in City. You can hear us on every radio, Soviet and Vice City. From leaping tall builders to going off like Gamma Bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com. Hello again, and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 12, Episode 8. I'm your host, Kevin Goswan, and with me, as usual, is my co-host, Dune Murderous. hey And we've got fake crows. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah, because we didn't have real crows here today. You're welcome. And uh, <laughs> podcast is now officially of for the first not time? worth crows' time. Yeah, <laughs> that's Comics Online podcast. We're not worth Crows' time. Oh, yeah. I would like to think that we volumes about that. the situation. Yeah, so kind of for the first time, uh, he he did uh, have a little cameo previous. It's kind of like the Incredible Hulk uh, 181 uh, for Bill Waters. Uh, we have on, Bill. Was I the shadow up on the hill on the end of the very epi- uh, the very comic? Yes, that's right. Exactly. I'm glad you understand. It's important to understand these things. And uh, hopefully we'll have uh, uh, his uh, lovely uh, uh, fiance, uh, Marianne Butler. Uh, the, the fabulous Mavs will be uh, joining us at some point. Um, so... Uh, since we last got together online, actually, since we last got together in person when I was in San Diego, um, it's been like a month or something like that. All sorts of shit went out the window because, uh, the project that I was working on in California got put on hold. And so I'm back in the Midwest. Hooray. Sort of. Yeah. And, uh... So, our podcasting plans went awry, and uh, I missed WonderCon, and I was really bummed about that, and some other crazy shit went on with regard to WonderCon, but let's not dwell on the negative. Wait, I like to dwell on the negative. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Crows. I dwell in the negative. (laughs) Do you? Is my abode. 
This episode is brought to us from my end, not really, by uh, Clear American, which I think is a Walmart brand, of pineapple coconut sparkling water beverage with other natural flavors. I, that's what I drink. That's my main, actually, drink those things, but I drink the most of the cherry ones and the cheap-ass. Now Walmart has their own brand of vodka. So... <laughs> 99 or 999 handles of vodka and those clear things. I go through so much of that in a week. It's Is it disgusting. also called Clear American? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's their sparkling waters with no calories and no sodium and no blah da 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 do. And uh, it's fucking delicious. Toss some oh. vodka in that bitch. It's incredible. Oh, it's almost gone. Otherwise, I would. And uh, no, no, and I'm drinking now because I went to the brewery today. What? I'm drinking some uh, Big Eye IPA because I picked up a growler at the uh, Ballast Point Brewery. Yeah, when I was in town, we went by there and I got a couple of disc golf discs. Yeah, you'll use those at some in. point ever. I enjoy some disc golf. You're never going to use those. You're I... never going to remember to bring them when you go disc golfing. No, I totally will. Liar. But uh... yeah, I went there and I got a growler this morning. Some Big Eye. Oh. Yeah. But the problem with the growler is you're like, oh, sweet. Now I have like, what is it, like a half gallon or whatever? Yeah. You're like, god damn, it's going to be flat by the end of the day. So I'm like, oh, wait, I'm definitely not having people over. Just got to consume this whole thing as quick as possible. So I've just been, my plan for the morning got canceled. So I've just been getting loaded and playing that uh, Arkham City Imposters, Gotham City Arkham, whatever, Imposters game. Yeah. That's what I've been doing, playing that and getting loaded. Nice. Good times. So, uh, what have you been up to, Bill? Unmuting myself for, uh, for one. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of the start here. Uh, uh, pretty much going through the pictures after Comic-Con, dealing with the uh, post-event, and then starting to hear all the rumblings and ragings going on, running up towards uh, you know the main Comic-Con itself. Nice. Anything... Uh jump out at you when it comes to Comic-Con actual? Uh, main thing, earlier this week, the the whole free-for-all fracas for getting hotel rooms happened. What was that, on Tuesday? At 9 o'clock, rooms opened up, and at about 9.14, all the downtown hotels were gone, and then you're working on you know, getting hotels in the outer Kazakhstan. Um, Ooh, how much are yeah. people paying for Mission Valley? Um... I think it was about uh, 500 a night. No, I think the, the outlying <laughs> things like San Diego Airport was still going at like 250 300 bucks a night. I mean, it was it was crazy. Wow. See, Dune, you can just rent out a room. I'm actually thinking, uh, not a room, a, a but... Lot of, a lot of people do. You can still get those downtown help, uh, room rates, but they're not at the you know con rate, which is only like, you know, 200 and something a night. So if you want to get a $500 room night, you can still get one within, you know, uh, the same zip code. No, I'm saying that Dune lives uh, in Mission Valley, and oh, he really? could rent out one of his extra rooms. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He could. Yeah, you could get the whole con experience right at home. Have 20 people camping out in your room. It'd be, it'd be great. Yeah. Oh, I don't like people. I'm already over this plan now. $200 a pop, though. Chances are I'll get a crow's. And That's I'll a lot of vodka. Oh, God. Oh, God. Once they oh. left, you could fill that room with vodka. Hey, they could bring in the best vodka that you can get in a box. <laughs> uh yeah. So I uh so I had to bring back my uh my my high-end um uh whiskey from San Diego because I was like, "Hey, uh people are drinking it too fast in San Diego." My uh my 
my my surrogate father or whatever you want to call my uh might as well as be i can't even talk what's up Um, with english and what's up with your ideal family relations neither of these are making sense at the moment yeah that's true anyway so uh family friend anyway uh went and was like drank half of this expensive bottle and i was like crap i'm not leaving it around here and uh turned around and uh, and brought it back to Missouri with me. And I was like, hey, to my brother-in-law, I was like, hey, uh, you should try this, you know, high-end whiskey. You like whiskey, don't you? Did I say vodka before? Nope. Good thing, because it's whiskey. Um, and I was like, hey, Ian, try this. And he's like, mm, that is nice. You know, because he's, oh, he's like, oh, just give me a little bit. And so I just give him like half a shot and he's sipping on it. And I was like, oh, that, you know, he's like, oh, that's great. And then I, w- I go and put it away, and then I, I come back in. We're, like, having a impromptu barbecue, having people over and shit. And I come back in, and the box that it comes in has been moved. And I was like, hey, who had some more of this? And he's like, oh, yeah, I had some. And keep in mind, this is a fucking $200 bottle of whiskey. He's like, oh, yeah, I put it in this, you know, juice or whatever slop that I put together. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, you would pay, like, $50 for a shot of that at a fucking bar, and you're going to put it in... I was like, that's alcohol abuse. That's just wrong. Yeah, I have none of that in me. Didn't I just go over the fact that I consume lots of Walmart brand of vodka? Well, you know, and I... I'm not exactly the type that's going to go and and spend full price for something like that. Like, I, I, I want it. So I didn't actually spend money on it. But that's almost worse because I know damn well that I'm never going to have a bottle of this expensive shit again. And so I'm just like, ah, don't waste it. If you're going to have some, have some. But don't fucking, you know, treat it like it's fucking a handle of the bottom shelf plastic bottle shit. Well, it teaches you to have family. Yeah. Well, I don't do it. Yeah. So anyway. I got a dog. I got a dog on my leg, Kevin. Did you see that? I saw that. That yeah. is weird. So you constantly see Franklin on your leg for the Yeah, I was thinking about the fact that it's fucking big, too. It's like it is big. Nine inches or something like that. And uh, it's hey, definitely uh, the only thing on between my legs that's nine inches. But, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I got a tattoo and I was looking at it and I was like, Damn, the dog is going to die within 10 years. <laughs> and then for the next, you know, however long. How long do humans live? Like 40? How old are you, Kevin? Ah, uh, shut up, you. So, I don't know. So, the next, like, you know, 15 years before I die. You, we cash out at, like, 40. Anyway, I'll have to look at him and be bummed out. <laughs> it was a horrible plan. Somebody that lives like you will generally not have a long lifespan, I understand. And it will be make me sad, but I'm so much older than you already, we'll, we, we could go around the same time. Yeah, and just looking at your life, I don't want to live that long anyway. It just looks like a bummer. Uh, hey, comic books and TV and media. I've had some good times with comic books and TV yeah, and yeah. media. No, but but saying, wait, not, before we get into that... the last 15 years, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, before we get into the, the day-to-day... Uh, stuff that we've been imbibing uh, geek pop culture wise I want to talk with Bill and hopefully Marianne as well about their experiences with this year's WonderCon 
Um, do you want to do that? You want to start rambling about that stuff now, or? Yeah, man. If you're ready. Sure, sure, sure. And actually, Marianne just joined us as well. Say howdy. Howdy. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Hey. Did you did you did you bring the vodka along with you? No, but I have that bottle of Captain Morgan on the shelf I've been eyeballing all afternoon. Hooray. We can hey, bake. There's nothing like backdrop painting and drinking while doing so. Oh, yeah. I remember back in high school, kids, don't do what I did. So about that WonderCon. Yes. yes, about that WonderCon. Tell us about your experiences. You guys went uh, for the first time as... Uh, uh, semi quasi honest to goodness comics online people, and um, uh, you had some pretty awesome experiences. Yeah, we did. Um, it was it was interesting. The first year from WonderCon, you know, going and transplanting from San Francisco down to Anaheim, and uh, gotta admit, those um, volleyball cosplayers really had their costumes down pat. It was kind of <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, lots and lots of headbands. It's true, and, you know, the, between that and then on Sunday, there was the cheerleading competition just to make things even more interesting. You know, it's probably, n- now that I hear about this for the 10th time, it's probably for the best that I wasn't there. I mean, it was, you don't see uh, very often when you've got a bunch of stormtroopers and 501st hanging out, having a perfectly good uh, time lining up, taking photos, and up comes 20 17-year-olds going, oh, me, 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 me. And uh, everyone just kind of sits there and trembles and go, yeah, thinking much about the parole officers and what they would say. <laughs> I, I seriously want to start every interview ever now with just, in accordance with Megan's law, I'm required to tell you it's Dune with Comics Online here with, <laughs> and then just do every single one and just pretend it's part of the thing. Like, if you do it announcer enough, they're like, all right. <laughs> That's our new standard protocol. All right. Good. Uh, I think that would work, Rock. And I think the only thing that would make it more interesting if they had combined WonderCon with AVN. Then it would just be all kinds of interesting. Oh, God, do I not want to ever smell those nerds. (laughs) You know, that was probably one of the nicest conventions that we had gone to, though. As far as con funk. Yeah. It was because rain was outside. They all had to get a shower on the way to the con. No, no, no. I mean AVN. Oh, AVN, yeah. When was that? That's back at the beginning of January over in Vegas. But we went uh, two years ago, I believe, and it was... uh, you know, it's a different kind of con funk. It's more like you know stripper powder. Yeah, uh, baking powder, yeah. and yeah. And uh, but uh, <laughs> back to WonderCon as it was. Uh, it was good. It was you know, just a challenge in a new venue, especially when you got to share space with other large scale events. I mean, there was probably two or three thousand people that were there just for the volleyball part and trying to get just kind of where they had to uh, put in the whole dealer hall, all of that. That kind of ends up roadblocking getting down to registration, and it's definitely good that they that this is WonderCon and not Comic Con because if they tried to transplant Comic Con to this thing, it would be all kinds of ugly. What the fuck do you talk about at a volleyball convention? Well, I think um, it, was, it was a competition. Not oh, a well, I thought it was a convention. That that would no, make. It was. It was. A I was like, are we still trying to get it over the net, people? Yep. All right. <laughs> See you guys next year. No, think about uh, think about two thousand girls in 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 short shorts and t-shirts. And t-shirts. <sighs> I'm gonna need some alone time. <laughs> but but I believe yes. the average age was fourteen to fifteen. Oh dear, Ruin. Well, that's not hurting the situation. I know. I know. I'm sorry, I, but it's true. Can't you when just it, inch that up a little? It it was uh it was questionable. It was pretty questionable. <sighs> Damn it. 
<laughs> but hey, next year, you never know. It could be even more exciting now that they know what they've got coming. <laughs> yeah, they will. Heaven, heaven is what they got Bring coming. Bring a towel. What? There, there was actually a lot of talk about the possibility of Comic-Con being moved to this convention center by the professionals during the off time in the press room. And I found all of that really interesting because they were all talking about it like it was going to happen. And also that San Francisco WonderCon would not happen again. And so, yeah, the whole notion of uh, that, you know, uh, Moscone Center up in San Francisco was definitely having some some remodeling. But this may have uh, kind of fed as the actual kind of good excuse that they wanted to come down south. Because you'll notice that as soon as they moved uh, WonderCon from NorCal down to Anaheim, um, Wizard World Convention, they tapped out of that area. And so that kind of let Comic-Con kind of reestablish that, you know, uh, California is their playground. Oh, so there is no more Wizard World Long Beach. No, the one he because it was so close to the time frame of the of spring. Um, as soon as they announced it last fall or over the winter about Com- uh, WonderCon moving south, uh, Garib and company with the Wizard World they just uh, they uh, tapped out. Gotcha. Yeah, don't they still owe you some money, Dune? Some issues. Uh, you? Who? Who owes me money? Garib and the Wizard I- folks. I have no idea who you're even talking about. You're talking I don't about know Wizard it's... Magazine. You had a subscription right. to Wizard Magazine. Oh, those motherfuckers, you. they did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. There you oh, go. Oh, talk no, about reopening see. wounds. Yeah. Uh, and first, it's not even a good magazine. It stopped being good in, like, 96, and I have a subscription. Now, God damn it, I'm going to get that money out of those fuckers. <laughs> well, you're going to have to oh, drive God. farther than Long Beach now, apparently. God, I'm, I'm lucky that my anger is only rivaled by my short memory. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. won't remember anything. Oh, they better give me a subscription to Buttman instead. Oh, yeah. I assume it's all one publisher that does everything. <laughs> yeah, so we had, uh, what is it, up north here, kind of as a uh, side note, about a month ago, Image Comics had a 20th anniversary convention up here that the guys... From I forget who they were. They usually do the Phoenix Comic Con. Uh, Their twentieth anniversary is Image Comic. Five years of good comics. Absolutely, but it was actually it was a really good for the smaller indie publishers. It was a it was a nice little event. Um, actually, as a producer would say, it was an intimate event, um, meaning that had there not been the uh, Walking Dead cast and uh, writers there, then it probably would have been you know crickets. Um, yeah. But they had some. But it was actually a really good kind of uh, enjoyable little event, but much smaller than the say the Wizard World uh, size. All right. Yeah, it is. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So, tell us about uh, your particular uh, the, the the things that you saw. I mean, that were actually a part of Wizard World. Oh, sorry, not Wizard World. Fuck. WonderCon. Uh, WonderCon. The things that you saw at WonderCon. Can you can you give us a, a rundown, a summary, and a highlight reel, as it were? Sure, I'll let you take win. us on a trip through your mind at WonderCon, the <laughs> wonderful convention. Boy, they should use that as a commercial. Oh yeah, that you didn't know that our our podcast just us singing in earlier. It's a nice transition and stuff. It works yeah, so out. Marianne's good at that. So Marianne, by the way, you, you're 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 free to just burst into song at any time. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what? If you could see me, I am shaking my tiny fist of doom at you for that. <laughs> because she loves it. Be, I I do not. It totally put me on the spot. Um. So for people that don't know, I was 
interviewing Richard Hatch from original and new Battlestar Galactica. And I was actually dressed as Harley Quinn that day. And we were talking and we were talking and I'm interviewing him and asking him questions. And he decides to start flirting with me and asks me if I am a performer, to which I answer, why, yes, I am. I actually do Rocky Horror once a month. And he starts going off on, oh, really? Well, you know, I knew everyone when they did the Roxy in L.A. And you should sing me something. (laughs) Blink, blink, blink. Really? And so I did. And so uh, it's great. Him sitting there, go, well, I'll do the interview as soon as you sing something. It was great. And here to help things out, I brought over that bottle of uh, Captain Morgan's here for you. There, this should help. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Hey. Look who's too rich for Admiral Nelson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, you know, at Comics Online, we believe in lubrication. Yeah. And <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, so Richard Hatch, um, hell of a guy, and uh, and one of these guys who's uh, in a, a good interview who will uh, keep talking rather than uh, resorting to short answers. Oh, he was fantastic about that. I mean, I could have talked to him for hours. Um, was it? There's nothing like... Uh... Yeah, him, we got there actually a little bit late. He had a few minutes to go, and we ended up chatting with him for, what, about half an hour, a little bit shy of that? Yeah, he said he had about 10 minutes to give us, and I think we got about 25 minutes worth of time with him, and it was just, it was awesome. I was so happy that we got to do that. Yes, and if miraculously we end up with some audio that is usable from that, uh, we will, you, you can listen to it right now. Or not, depending. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, on the subject of Richard Hatch, damn it to all those damn sci-fi idiots who decided to drop kick uh, Blood and Chrome. They can just go suck it. Don't start me on that again. Blood and Chrome. Yeah, it is. So on Friday night at WonderCon, they actually premiered the trailer, and uh, it, it was pretty epic, and we actually watched it twice in the panel because everyone was so excited. And then, of course, news came out what, a week after that, that sci-fi, sci-fi the network, had passed on it. So instead they're going to make Wait, it I, there's no way that sci-fi series. has ever passed on anything ever. I don't believe oh, it's good. Second. Only it's if it's good. good and can make them money. No, that, it has to be obscenely bad for sci-fi to pass on it. Uh, these are the, we're talking about Suifui or whatever the hell their name is now? Yeah, no, not Sifi. so much. Sifi. Yeah, I'm going to say that the trailer was all that they shot and the other, the rest of it was an abortion. No, <laughs> no. about sci-fi was... passing on anything? Think about that. There was a two-hour pilot filmed for it. And I turned all... on sci-fi and they were playing sports bloopers recently. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that we saw at Dragon Con last year during the big epic parade was an original BSG Cylon standing there with a the homemade sign and it said, Cheer if sci-fi canceled your show for wrestling. Give it a bit. Sci-fi is going to end up like MTV. When was the last time you ever saw a video on there? Be the same thing, sci-fi on sci-fi. Mm, it's not the same thing, though, because if you're looking at MTV, you know, sci-fi is sci-fi, but music is much more broad. Sci-fi is a specific genre. Yeah, there's a reason MTV doesn't play music videos because everyone likes their own little niche, but sci-fi is a niche. That doesn't make sense. 
Fine, yeah. I stepped all over your point and shit on it. I apologize. You had a <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, well, actually, that doesn't matter. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so anyway. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of MTV, um, I can't. <laughs> your son is 16 and pregnant? <laughs> uh, crossing my fingers, that's not the case. They no. never proved what Yeah, you're smart enough to teach him to be 16 and pull out. <laughs> Work yeah. for me most times. Yeah, <laughs> only failed once. Oh, and you love him just the same. That's right. So anyway, uh... also now, how shitty of a dad do you look like now that I got giant tattoo of my dog and you got none for your son? That's true. <laughs> He's sitting there comparing. I'm Facebook friends with him. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. He just so... looked at it inside. Uh, my dad clearly doesn't love me as much as Dune loves his dog. I do love my dog. He's right hey, next. Dogs to me. are awesome, man. Dogs are yeah. awesome. He's fixing his bed next to me at the moment. <laughs> He's standing up and moving it with his nose. He's so adorable. At yeah. least yours wants to be around you still. Ah, uh, it's cool. If you sold weed, he'd want to be around you too. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Youth. <sighs> Wasted on the young. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I can't uh, divulge the details here. And, in fact, uh, Bill and I may uh, need to uh, uh, work out some uh, some of Bill's, uh, what do I want to say, uh, event creation magic. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to add... An additional uh, an additional show to our lineup this year at Comic Con, um, interjecting that. So uh, and it may have something line to up do... for what? Huh? Line well, up because you know for, for for a while we've had you know this year will be our fourth annual Comic Concert. It's June. Oh, that abortion! And <laughs> and actually this year we're going to add a, a separate event that doesn't have anything to do with uh, Matt's band. I'm listening. Right. <laughs> yes. And may have something. Am I going to be there? To, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do we get drink tickets this time? Because yes. every other time I play concerts, I get drink tickets. But whenever we do it, I have to pay for my beers. Shut, you did Fucked not. Up. I bought all your beers, you liar. Bullshit. I got there like three hours before you last time and just sat there alone drinking beer and eating French fries and crying. And that's how I met Ozzy Dave. <laughs> oh. All right. So well, it, you hey. Ask with you at all times. I have, yeah, I do have Comic Con, believe me. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, you don't know about the extent of my vision. It is all booze and amphetamines at Comic Con for old Dune. Tell, tell her about your, uh, your, your purple Fago. Oh, oh yeah. I, you, you get the purple Fago bottle, and I would just fill it up with night train every morning. <laughs> like 32 ounces of night train in my pocket, and I would get good and loaded. Luckily, I think I had Provigil then, which is crazy weird amphetamine. But yeah, good times. Ah, I'm a con. I'm really excited kids, already. Don't do what Dune does. Come on, come on. He is bad at sobriety. So anyhow, yeah, great at reporting. Yeah, when I do it, excellent <laughs> at reporting. Speaking of, did you get any Comic Con uh, passes, Dune? I have a full four day pass with Preview Night. No thanks to Comics Online. Hey. Oh hey. yeah. Right, well. yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. No, I got. A, I have a full pass. Yeah, yeah. All, okay, all games in preview night and everything. All right. Well, we'll we we uh, will we will transform it into a uh, uh, a press one. No, I can't. It's through another comic company. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. You uh, no, no. I'm not saying it's bastard. a better company than yours. I'm just saying that they provided me with a full day pass and preview night and beer tickets. Oh, they, they think they will, yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> going through uh, through Devil's Due Comics. I'm confused as to... Oh, you won a contest, didn't you? No, 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 I paid for it. Uh, there's no excitement. But yeah, I'm going through Devil's Due, who's also... I just wanted Twitter is also followed by John from Cupa. Oh. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, going with those assholes. <laughs> I don't know what to say. All right, yeah, so could. moving right so, along. So yes, I'm going to Comic-Con, I... I will see you there. Okay. Please pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I will pick you up. Uh, I think we've established every time we hang out. It's just like, uh, yeah, let's go this place. I'm like, I don't want to go. You're like, I'll pick you up. I'm like, all right, I'll go. <laughs> all, I'm picturing, over. all I'm picturing is when we were walking around at, you know, midnight downtown San Diego last year for Comic-Con trying to find a place to eat and or something interesting to do. We didn't. We ended up back in the hotel with our two friends. We ordered room service and watched Galaxy Quest. It was the highlight of the con. <laughs> wow. Yeah, last year was, uh, well, we had some good times, but they mostly didn't have di- anything directly to do with con itself, which is weird. My con last year was the best con I've had since I was a kid. I was stoked. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was good times. And, uh, oh, the the other thing of eating outside of con and discovering the fact that Cheesecake Factory is the, no, Spaghetti Factory, I apologize. Whatever, some sort of factory. I don't care about those workers. <laughs> Proletariat. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, one of those factories is incredibly cheap and good and has nice beers and everything, and it's right near there, and it's always empty. Good times. I know it is good, that was, and you that was can, my uh, sweet, sweet Comic Con secret of spending like ten bucks on an awesome meal and a bunch of booze. The booze yeah. is not. We ended up at Safeway. Yeah. We took a we walked down and then we took a cab back to the hotel from the Safeway that's like you know a mile away. Yeah, but it was, ever used the cab Ralphs San Diego. Yeah, Ralphs. That's what it was. There you go. Like, where is there a Safeway? What? So, what? Where did you stay? Uh, hotel wise, last year. What hotel were we in? The one on the left. That doesn't help. <laughs> the one with the two towers and the big pool. It's the one that's con- uh, attached uh, to the convention center at the one end. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, the, the uh, Marriott. It's the one you don't have to go across the street to get to. Marriott. It's the one they stayed in in Paul. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because I'm almost Which positive. Which is the Marriott? The, that's the one. That's the one. That was a Winnebago. I know. You guys I were in a trailer park. At the very the pool was a puddle. At the very beginning, when they are still at Comic Con. And they order pizza. And they order pizza, and the guy that brings them their room service thinks that they're gay. Yes, he's lying. They are staying at that hotel mm-hmm. with the big giant fountain in the front. And I'm like, you know, that that bed looks exactly like the one that was in our room. Yeah. Maybe Simon and Peg slept in your bed. Woohoo! What? Unfortunately, maybe the other guy did too. Oh, oh Nick Frost. Yeah, yeah. So what else? It, you know, that was uh, quite a uh, divergence. So beyond Richard Hatch, <laughs> uh, what else did you do 
at uh, this year's WonderCon. My absolute favorite panel that I got to experience was the Starship Smackdown on Sunday. And I think that every convention needs to have that panel, and it needs to happen on a Friday night when everyone can go. It seems like something that Comic-Con would have done like 20 years ago, and probably did. Well, apparently they do it every year, but they only do it on Sundays, and it's like one of the very last panels, and they don't talk about it, and it's really quietly done. The first thing is you don't talk about SmackDown? Is that the rule? But it was it was absolutely hilarious. I was laughing, I think, the entire time. I wish At I San Diego Comic-Con, it. it would be Axe Body Spray presents the Starship oh. SmackDown. Yeah, but see, Everything's be- corporate and awful. Then they'd at least have people there. And it was like, you know, 10 people in this room that actually got every joke that was put out there. So are you actually, based off the title alone, is it just the people debating what Starship could beat? Yeah, that's exactly it. So it's a panel of five or six writers, actors, sci-fi aficionados. And what they do is they do like a fantasy football thing only with Starships. And you do 10 versus 10 and then once you've whittled it down to five versus five, you assign random captains to these random starships. And then once you've whittled that down to, like, two and two, you assign random computers to these random captains on these random spaceships. And the final... This is, I'm so interested in this. The final thing this year, it was James T. Kirk on the NSC Protector. Gotcha. Teamed up with Jack Sparrow on... Oh god, I can't remember what ship I can't remember what ship he was on, but the two of them were on fight- the heart of gold. No, no, no. They were fighting against George Kirk on the heart of gold, teamed up with Captain Crunch on the starship of the imagination. From Cosmos. From I'm really Carl going Cena. Cisco on a board cube for the win completely this year. <laughs> I, have, I, have, and, I mean, it was just so much fun. And the amount of debate that people got into was hilarious. And I wish that I would have recorded the entire thing because I just cannot fully put into words how entertaining it was. It goes right along with seeing Tracy Hickman do Killer Breakfast last year at Dragon Con. Oh my God. Best little gaming session I've seen in a decade. And this was what game again? Oh, so uh, Tracy Hickman, famous author of D&D stuff and also the Dragonlance series. I feel like any time you ever have to add famous before explaining what they do, it makes it so they're not famous. (laughs) Oh, no, no. No one's ever like Brad Pitt, famous actor. Ugh. But no one actually would associate Brad Pitt and famous. That's different. Well, the thing is, is that most people think that Tracy Hickman is a woman, and right. he's not. And so it's really funny that people, when you say that, and you say, yeah, Tracy Hickman, Dragonlance, oh, I love her. Her? <laughs> really? Okay. Oh, crows on the Comics Online podcast, I love her. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but he does a panel with his wife at DragonCon that we got to experience last year, and they call it Killer Breakfast. And what they do is they do a full-on... D&D campaign and people come up from the audience with a random character sheet that Tracy and his wife provide and they go through and just completely destroy and kill everyone and it it was just so funny. Basically if if the players bore them they die. If it'd be funnier if they died you die. Um, And characters last I think the average is about 30 seconds 90 seconds. 
Wow. But uh, basically with, uh, with Tracy doing it, uh, the running narrative of it, we'll, def- we'll get a recording of it this year when we're there. That sounds like a good time, though, I think. I'd be bummed if my, bummed if my character was just killed in 30 seconds. Yeah. Work years on a campaign. <laughs> well, you have to assume that, okay, you know, it, this saying. is an alternate universe. Just saying. Yeah, you don't Same. have to. When you get home, you don't actually have to burn and shred your old character sheet. It's okay. No, it's fine. Dorgla, the half orc barbarian female sex addict, will die. It's <laughs> <sighs> great. I suddenly want to watch Darkness Rising again just because. Yeah. And the bard is dead again. <laughs> so, uh. One up with the other panel from the year before, which was Gowron and Martok did a morning show. As in the two actors that played the Klingons, Gowron and Martok, did a morning panel at like 8 a.m. Wake up. It, it was, uh, yeah. And the best part about Dragon Con is they will televise a lot of their bigger panels on their, uh, uh, <coughs> they call it Dragon Con TV, and it goes to the four main hotels. And wow. it's the way you can catch stuff. Let's Wait. say you don't want to get up at 8 a.m. to go to a panel because nobody does at right. a convention. Or if you've got something better to do but you still want to see some of the masquerade but you've got parties to go hit, that's okay. They'll rerun it at 1 in the morning or 3 in the morning and you can pick, pick it up then. And so you've got some crazy, nasty party going on. You can still look over their shoulder at the TV. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes it so I don't finish as early when I look over at the weird, gross masquerade people. <laughs> Tax an extra three minutes on to my session. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's the Dawn competition. Dawn competition is not the ugly competition. This is very true. I've seen some pretty scary Dawns, but overall you're right. Well, last year they didn't do it. They turned it into what they called the comic book babe contest, as opposed to just the straight Dawn lookalike. There were still a couple of Dawns in it, but it was just one of those, aw, aw, no more redheads with tears. That's how I like them. Hey, man, I'm all about the twin dons. Those were awesome. There were, there were twin dons? Yes. Identical twin redheads. Awesome. Oh awesome. They're dyed redheads. Hush. Whatever. Hey, listen. I, I like to call them enhanced. They they are they're hot. They did a whole mirror routine where they uh, did. Bent over a coffee table. They mirror danced each other, and we actually have pictures of that series, and they turn around, and the backs of their leather skirts are cutouts of hearts, so their bare asses are, you know, hanging out for everyone's viewing pleasure. Dune, why aren't we going to this convention? Oh, we're going. We're going. Some of us are impoverished, Kevin. God damn it. This is like to break up uh, the first Walmart week in Vodka September, again? right? Or first week in August? I don't remember which. It's the, the Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. Labor Day. That doesn't help. Best to go to uh, uh, Atlanta. You know, it's definitely the best cosplay con in the country. It really is. It's, and I will say that as far as just general feel of the convention goes, I have, it's it's been fantastic. We're kind of a novelty in that we're the crazy Californians that come out to this event every year, uh-huh. and so they kind of treat us differently. I think. They goes like, what kind of weird cooties with Californians have us? No, they go, where would you like to stand? Here you go. Go ahead. Go wherever you want. They treat folks really, really nice all the way around. They've got bars in every hotel. It's um, big ones that stay up open until 3 in the morning. It's wonderful. If not later. It sounds... That sounds sounds like an expression, though. You smell worse than a comic book convention in Atlanta in August. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. 
Oh, oh god damn. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. In fact, this year, had I not already been promised to uh cuz I was in uh uh the day before it started, I was in uh what's it called? Montgomery, Alabama. Uh-huh. And I was driving home and I was like, shit, it's like three hours to get to Atlanta. I could totally go. But I had already promised a bunch of people that I would be in southern Missouri within a day. And so I was like, fuck. Bad plans. Oh, well. Yeah, no one wants to be in southern Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I did have a good time, to be fair, but still. I... uh I would have liked to have finally seen uh, Dragon Con because, like I say, I've heard nothing but great things about it. Oh. Yeah. But. Oh, and Bill has sent us a photo of, oh my. Ah, yes, the twins. Twin cest. All right. So, uh, you should register that domain right away, Dune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it exists. I'm sure it does. That's that's too bad. By the way, I did I did uh, register a couple of extra domains uh, <coughs> just the other day. Um, Are any of them better than my videos of people having sex dot com? No, <laughs> oh, is that a Tumblr site? <laughs> no, but it's a website that I own. <laughs> it's nothing. Nice. It's just a great domain. It's very descriptive. Right, and and. Dune, you never, you never uh, gave me my uh, my email address. Which one? Uh, I like to look. I have no idea what you're talking at about. At that domain. I seriously don't know. No, I remember I sent you a list. You sent me a list of the new domains that you had purchased, and I sent you a list of, oh, hey, Make these make these email aliases, uh, you know. Go to my Gmail. Uh, I, what what domain was it though? Uh, God, there's a bunch of them. Dune's domains include alcoholjesus.com, chimpfisting.com, coolballs.com, drunkelstiltskin.com, fartbutt.com, adamversa.com, and videos of people having sex.com. You said look. I like to look. What was that one at? Uh, what was the what was the domain you just said? I'm gonna get it wrong. So fart butt people. Oh, people, videos of people sex. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have the domain though, which is the most interesting of fartbutt.com, right? Uh-huh. Which is not funny in itself, but it's hilarious in the fact that <laughs> I have every email that goes to fartbutt go to my personal email, and <laughs> I get every single day people signing up for strange sites like. Not giving you my email at fartbutt.com. And then they send it to me. <laughs> and then it goes to me and I go there and try to reset their passwords and whatnot. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Fartbutt, greatest purchase I've ever made. But maybe well, next to uh, Gryffindor House. Oh, yeah, GryffindorHouse.com. Head boy. I can finally feel good about myself without doing all the real work to be head boy. Yeah, Wait. so... Uh... So yeah, our new event. Uh, we are uh, our our problem right now. Uh, I could lock it up and set and tell everybody all about it, but we're having a venue problem. Our venue got sold out from under us, and so uh, we need a downtown venue that doesn't cost a bajillion dollars during Comic Con. 
Yeah, that's going to be difficult. You might want to try to uh, rent out one of the art galleries downtown. Not the ones that are super close, but there's a bunch of like weird, obscure art galleries that uh, are nearby enough. Or, I would be down or Fred's that. house in Sherman. That's walking distance from the con. <laughs> Treacherous walk. <laughs> Treacherous walk. I made that walk last night at goddamn 9 at night or something like that. It was horrifying. That does sound frightening. What I had to walk downtown? to the trolley stop. I was walking from Fred's <laughs> to the uh, trolley at 12th and Market. Yeah. There's a long way on on island before you get to market. Wow. I was raped four times. Yeah. How much did you have to pay for each one? Uh, the first two were free and unfortunate. Yeah. Then I had to get my, I had to get my mojo back, so the second two I paid for. Uh, I don't even yeah. know what that means. I don't know. Kind of either. offended myself with your with your question, but I but I had to yes and you you know. Right. Because so we, we were doing the improving. The, the improving. Yeah. So now I, I like it when we do the improving. Whatever. That's, ah. that's not the proper improv. It's you know, instead of yes and yelling whatever. Whatever. Have a drink. Go downstairs and get a beer. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, uh, television, WonderCon, Comic Con, uh, movies, books. Yeah. All right. So guys, science. Bill and Marianne, tell us more about uh, this year's WonderCon. Um. Let's see. There was good. Uh, there was pretty good crowds. There's a fair amount of people that had come down from up north that usually were attendees to go kind of check it out, see what it's all like. And uh, I think in the end, it was generally a positive experience. But I think folks would just as soon have a, you know, a major con back up in the north on a regular basis. Um, other than that, down south, there was a nice couple of panels. Nice thing about the WonderCon in Anaheim versus Comic-Con, you actually could get into pretty much all the panels. You might be back in the nosebleed seats in the back, but you could get in. It wasn't the eight-hour waiting in line kind of craziness that uh, we see so often at uh, San Diego. Um, and that's, nice still something I'll, that's still something I'll say about DragonCon, and then I'll hush about it, um, <laughs> is that they clear every room before the big panels. And it, it's kind of amazing when you think that their big ballroom holds roughly, like, 8,000 people, and they clear it before every panel that's in it. And they do it within 20 minutes, half an hour at the most. Yeah, that's always the downside is if you want, you know, you've gone to all the way to San Diego to Comic-Con to see your favorite show. And then and you can't get in, which is... Well, because there's people because you've got to camp there. it. Yeah, because they're waiting all day for something else. It's like, you know what? That's not really fair to the people who've really busted their butts to get in there for something else that they want to see. That's you probably will never my have the dedication of a 15-year-old girl, and it's unfortunate. Dude, that's how we almost missed the Game of Thrones panel at Comic-Con last year was because of the stupid Twilight panel. Hey, man, any any glittering vampire stands between me and my Game of Thrones is going to get staked right where they stand. Oh, never mind. They're glittering. They get staked anyway. Yeah. It, there was no Twilight panel last year at Comic Con, dude. The, you know, oh, yes, there the only was. the only time the only time the vampire ever sparkle is when Buffy dusts them. Oh uh, yeah. No, they were Buffy. premiering. Yeah, they were premiering New Moon. Or oh yeah, I love the gals the that were there for four days or something like that. Uh, count okay. out for the Twilight panel. Oh wait, no, I'm talking about the year before. Never mind. Year you guys win. That was when I took my Twilight picture and felt like an idiot. Yeah, no, because everyone's like, it's not even there, and I'm like, God damn it! Yeah, it's, it was pretty awesome. It was WonderCon uh, last year, but in, uh, in 2011, up uh, up in San Francisco, <laughs> that they that in the trailer park that comes on this beautiful. Everyone's having a good time, and they bring up this view, uh, beautiful view of like trees, and like the first note of the music hits, 
and the entire three, four thousand uh, people in the room boo it off the screen. It was awesome. And they turned it off. It was great. Never seen a trailer booed off before, but Twilight, hey, they get the special nod. That's pretty cool. Suck on yeah. that, people who enjoy things. Yeah. It was right before the Star Trek panel when they premiered. The, oh, so it was a couple years ago. It was ago, 2010, yeah. and it was right before they premiered the extended trailer with the bitch and music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was not the crowd to appreciate a, a Twilight trailer. Yep. The, uh, but other than that, I definitely, uh, you know, if Anaheim continues having a nice major con down there, that's it'll definitely be a, a good one to go to. It's better to bring family to that one <clears throat> Try and bring kids into uh, uh, Comic Con. I mean, Jesus! Some of the strollers fact, that parents don't are bringing bring around kids these days. into Comic Con. That should be rule number one. Yeah, that that's uh, really. Have you seen some of the strollers that people bring in? Yeah. If you've got twins and you've got a two seater, that's okay. But I've seen some two seater and three seaters with all it is is two of the seats are full of their crap and the one with the kid, and they're looking at you indignant when they want you to move out of the way of the aisle. It's like, dude, you've got a twelve foot long stroller. You're taking through dealer hall and Comic Con. Don't do this shit. I know. That's why I walk in front of the kids and fart in their faces. <laughs> I have my priorities. My priorities are not having kids. All what you right. Walk, walk around right before the end of the day on Sunday. Give the kids pixie sticks. That way when they get back in the car, it's all on. Yeah, full of uppers. I'm, I'm on to you. I like your plan. <laughs> As being a very short person, trying to walk around San Diego... Who? What me? I am. I'm, oh wait, I, I looked right past you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look who, down a bit. Who Look said down a bit. that? Yeah, um, it it really sucked. I disliked it. There were people throwing elbows in my face and trying to smack the camera <coughs> I was carrying out of my hands. And it was one of those "Are you effing serious?" that you're being this rude when we're all fighting for space. I and, would argue that it's that rude to be that short and have a camera because it's never a flattering angle taken from <laughs> up at 15 degrees. There's some awesome nose hairs that you can get from that angle. Oh, sweet. You have eight chins and 15 nose hairs in your picture. Good. That's that's an awesome plan. It's unfair. They should elbow <laughs> your camera right out. Oh, dude. <laughs> Hand it right to that weird Chewbacca guy that wants autographs all the time and no one wants to pay for him. Chewbacca. Oh, yeah. He's I always there. No one cares. That. The guy that was in the Chewbacca suit. Yeah, Mayhew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually oh, saw Mayhew. I've actually been un- you know, hoping he's doing a little bit better over the last couple of years. You know, first I remember seeing him. I first met him a number of years back. Uh, he was still doing pretty well. Then he went to Walking with a Cane. And then at uh, WonderCon this year, he was in a, uh, in a w- wheelchair and doing stuff. So Wait, yeah. that can- if he's in a wheelchair, there's no point of him showing up. He needs a sign that says, like, believe me, I'm seven feet tall. And, you know... You know that completely that, ruins I, the entire effect. Yeah, you're definitely going to get some... A uh, little bit of uh, arthritis going at that point. But uh, he's still, you know, even for all of his challenges, he's still always nice, personable, talk to you. Uh, really okay, great guy. Make me feel bad. No, not a problem. Always happy to help. <laughs> I think this uh, mm-hmm. bathing suit competition that you've got in this... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the the that was T'Challa. I don't think those are his muscles. I think that's part of the costume. <laughs> I think that's why he's not in a bathing suit. And uh, Wonder Man seems to have had all of his ionic energy removed because he is a scrawny motherfucker compared to some of these other dudes. 
Dude, Captain America, he was uh, he was pretty impressive, and he had his big giant motorcycle and was riding around in those shorts. Yep. Hey, rock on for him, I say. Yep, yep. No, that was just a fun little. Uh, you know, uh, you know, some of the conventions are more forte for you know group shots and group outings, and that was just the hey, it's the Marvel swimsuit uh, get together. It's like okay, hey, I'll take pictures of that. Yeah. And then Dazzler looks like somebody's grandma. You know who she looks like is, uh, what do you call that lady who won the Oscar? Not this past one, but the previous one, who was in Red State. What's her name? Um, you know who I'm talking about. She, she, she won for The Fighter. She was like Marky Mark's mom. Was that Kim? Kim Basinger? Or no? <laughs> no, no. No, I don't remember her name. I just know that the chick that's dressed up as Phoenix in the bathing suit looks exactly like Helen Mirren, and we have pictures of her dressed as Black Canary, so she has her long blonde hair, and I swear to God, Melissa Leo is who I'm trying to think of. She looks like Helen Mirren in Caligula days. It's kind of creepy. Wow. Yeah, that, that does seem daring. What? And who the hell is this guy? Stan Lee? No, it's someone dressed as the Crypt Keeper. Some of these people are kind of creepy. Oh, well. Yeah, it is. So, uh, yeah, anyway, so the, <laughs> uh, the, the rest of WonderCon, uh, you, I know you guys uh, did some other interviews. Do you have anything else to talk about uh, at the moment? Uh, let's see. Had a chance to talk with, um, uh, uh, yeah, Ernie Klein. His uh, Ready Player One novel just came out. It's the guy that wrote uh, Fanboys. Uh, he's right. got a novel that came out a little while ago, and he's getting ready to drive his modded DeLorean around the country on a book signing tour in June when the paperback comes out. Um, we tried to get him to go over to the mall nearby so we could you know, light up some uh, flame trails behind the DeLorean because it's completely tricked out with the the uh, flux capacitor and everything. Nice. But uh, didn't have time. But we'll be putting that interview together and getting it up uh, over on Comics Online pretty quick. Excellent. And so we've got some other stuff uh, going on with Comics Online. Uh, thanks to Bill, we are finally going to get our uh, new site, our new uh, website interface happening. And so I, I, for one, am really excited about that. And... Uh, our folks who actually, uh, you know, like to post uh, f- with less hassle are also kind of eager for the And also, side. if you'd like, you know, if, if some of the editors would like more hassle, I can feel free to, you know, add a couple extra buttons in for them if they'd like. <laughs> and then we've also got, uh, instead of having logins to the site, you know, to do comments or whatever... Um, we're kind of throwing that out the window in favor of just doing, uh, you know, a Facebook sort of, you're, you're already logged into your fucking Facebook anyway. Oh, no, man, Gusta. Everyone is. Yeah. Why don't you like it? Yeah, you just link to your Facebook connect and sign right up and, you know, post all your little happy comments to your heart's content. No one in the world likes doing that. You are lying. It's so much easier. (laughs) And the other folks, they can use Google Plus if they really want. All ten of them. All ten of them. 
No, be fair, most people signed up for it, but after the first five minutes, they went, yeah, no, okay, done. Yeah, except for the Google employees and the other ten people. And that's just because they were threatened at gunpoint. Yeah, true. Pretty much. Yeah, I've uh, I've used it. I have a couple of friends who have used it for video hangouts because unlike Skype, uh, they're... You know, you can just do a a video conference uh, with multiple people for free. And who doesn't like free? Ooh, free. Somebody's got a cat in the background. It's my cat. She is horny for sexual intercourse. As opposed to horny for other things? Yeah, Uh, she doesn't understand it, though. She needs it. Just saying. Yeah, Kevin experienced this in person once. <laughs> oh, yeah. We yeah. were trying to podcast over there, and she's trying to hump my leg. It's weird when a cat does that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say girl. something snarky about these uh, this group of, uh, of rogues that you've got here in your, your photo stuff, but uh, not only is Marianne right in the middle, but the other ones look far too young to comment on so i'm just gonna skip that yeah you are yeah i am yeah you are all right movies and television and books so uh beyond all that it's been a while since we've talked about stuff that we're watching and listening to and uh and 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 reading in the comic books uh so being as though you guys are new to the podcast um, you guys been, uh, reading any comics lately? And crickets. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I think they left. They're like, oh, uh, I don't blame them. <laughs> Just like, hey, Kevin, no, but I've been watching. What have you been watching? I got completely up to date on it in like a week and a half. I finally got started and thoroughly enjoyed the, uh, Raising Hope. Oh. Yeah. Made by all the same people as uh, My Name is Earl, and it's the same exact tone and same everything as My Name is Earl, but yeah, lots of same actors, same do-do-do-do-do-do. Solid. seems like that sort of thing. Yeah. Thought it was uh, not good because of all the uh, promotional materials. Like, here's a family with a baby! You know how I feel about that sort of thing. Right. Then it it was uh, into the babies. Yeah, not into it. I'd like this to be the last generation. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i watched that that was that was something i watched with my eyes that was something you watched yeah, i've been I enjoyed catching it. up on a, a sci-fi show speaking of sci-fi earlier i've been it's catching up on leaps. being human oh we just started watching that both versions the uh, uh bbc version and the sci-fi one so you're watching both simultaneously actually we just found out about the series not that long ago and so it's like oh okay let's see if, if there's any particular difference one way or the other I still don't get it when they basically redo a, so, a show so close that it's not really any point of variance so just are you taking off in a plane <laughs> there's some weird fan it sounded exactly like a plane taking off yeah. oh, and I know because I've seen airplanes Actually, yeah, we did. This took off in my private jet. Uh, see if we can fix this. 
Uh, you guys continue talking amongst yourselves. Yes, I'm so, really yeah, into airplane being talk. human, it's about... Uh, it's like I wrote it when I was in kindergarten, like the, the premise. In fact, when I was in kindergarten, I did dictate a story remarkably similar where it's like oh yeah there was there was a dracula and a wolfman and a ghost wait this is dark shadows yeah pretty much okay yeah anyway and of course i would add uh there was a and kevin uh, had two friends not just one yeah <laughs> yeah, so there's a uh, a vampire played by Sam Huntington. Kinnison. Oh, I thought he came back to life. Sam, huh? there's two Sams. The the vampire uh, is played by the the Sam who played. Uh, uh, he was on he was on season eight ish of Smallville, playing the guy with the bones coming out of his face. How many seasons of Smallville? No one liked it. You guys kept waiting. Doomsday! Doomsday! Motherfucker. And you kept waiting for it to get good, and then it ended. Or uh, Uh, Darkseid, excuse me, because Chloe became Doomsday. Well, no, he was... But he was Doomsday, you're right. Yeah. They called him Darkseid, however. Sweetie girl? Yes? Yes? Was he talking to me again? Yeah. Yeah, he, he was trying to get you back to the, to the thing there. So, uh, yeah, so uh, he's in it, and then uh, Sam was, starts with a W, is playing the, the uh, Why is other EMG? Sam. What? Nothing. Sam Witwicky. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what his fucking name is. Anyway. The blonde guy. Yeah. Yeah, the one the that was guy is a dog. is a werewolf, and apparently in this world, uh, vampires aren't too bothered by the sun. They don't sparkle. Uh, the sun does nothing to them, but uh, they do. Uh, they they are killed uh, in a very buffy fashion uh, when staked, so that's very satisfying. And uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the devil from uh, Supernatural. Uh, was in the first season of the U.S. version as the head vampire. And, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Um, I've been enjoying that. And then I've been enjoying catching up on... I hate to say it. It it always pains me to say things like this, but Crows was right. About My Little Pony's friendship is magic? No, I've already said that he was right about that. I mean, not as right as he claims, but uh, yes, it, it, My Little Pony friendship is magic is entertaining. I, I don't really care about it that much. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to, like, you know, try to find it or whatever, but if it happens to be on, hey, it's entertaining. But this other thing is uh, Psych, and uh, I am... A, season and a half into it so i'm like well hey kevin kevin yeah. i'm into that too you like psych, psych. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it, is fools. it yeah. is good yeah it's a yeah it's, we are recording this uh sunday april 1st 2012 and it is uh 7 11 get your slurpees p.m on you know what that uh, means. central that time means he gets time. game of thrones before we do Oh, yes. oh my gosh! Super Game of Thrones is today. Yes. yes. Damn Sorry. It. 
I have a sickness. Hey, I understand. Game of Thrones is pretty fucking good. Although, spoilers, it really fucking broke me up when they, they killed uh, Ned. <laughs> right. Spoilers. I uh, just finished reading a, an article they did in Rolling Stone about the season two preview, as in somebody wrote a review of the trailer for season two. Yeah, Rolling Stone is a horrible magazine now. And they're <laughs> yeah, like, hey, yeah. remember when we had Hunter Thompson writing for us? And we're like, wasn't that 74? And then nothing has happened with them since, and they got progressively exponentially worse. Pretty much. It was uh, it was kind of painful, and it pissed me off enough to where I had to, you know, post something publicly about it and just go, are, are you serious? This is considered an article? What the hell? It is in Rolling Stone. Uh, uh. You know, I think the equivalent of writing for Rolling Stone is kind of like being one of the welcome greeters at a Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> it's the dinosaurs of the entertainment. They're like, hey, we're edgy. And it's like, yeah, I don't think you are. Holy well, it shit. Used, it used what, to be Kevin? Cool. I'm looking through this, uh, through Bill's uh, thing here, and he's got a great picture of, uh, of a... Uh, Black King and Black Queen here, which happens to be these Black two Panther? that we're on the damn Skype with. Oh, you, uh, Black oh. Queen and Mastermind. Oh, right. gotcha. Oh, is it Mastermind? He's he's not... Uh... No, uh, Sebastian Shaw, who is the Black King, is not Mastermind. Mastermind is Jason Wingard, who is the one that broke Jean Grey's fragile mind when she came back as Dark Phoenix and turned her into Black Queen. Jean Grey and fragile are not the two words that just come to mind. I know, but that's what happens when you get inhabited by an alien who fucks you up. I've had that happen the other day. Yeah. <laughs> that's always a bitch. Isn't it, though? It's always the way of things. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking you were Shaw rather than Wingard. Personally, I thought it was shot too until it's like until I showed you the issue. Uh, then I just got bitter. Mastermind was brought in in one of the first couple rounds of X Men, and it was he was uh, uh, dressed as Mysterio with the big giant dome and everything, and he tried to get Jean to run away with him when she was very very young, and it didn't work obviously, and that's why he came back and got her when she was Phoenix, which I had no idea until I went and read all that and went, oh my god, what the hell. Weird. Kids these days, I swear, you pick up all these weird ideas and clones and shit. I tell ya. Yeah, I gotta catch up on some mutant comics. What I have been catching up on, uh, what what have I read lately? God, it seems like I read a few comics. (laughs) Obviously, they didn't stick. I caught up on the latest Walking Dead. I read... Uh, what's that called? Astonishing X-Men? That's all I've read re- recently. Actually, since I, I not, we've not read the Walking Dead comic stuff, how, are you a watcher of the series? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm caught up on both. How do, you, uh, how do they compare? Are they both two different things? Are they cool in their own ways? Because, I mean, like, I, I, I had enjoyed watching True Blood for a while, but then it just got so much batshit crazy with regards to the books and everything else. It's like, oh, hell no. I look at those two, and and this is something that I have a hard hard time with in uh, other, like, for example, X-Men, right? X-Men comics versus X-Men movies. The X-Men movies always make me crazy 
because they're so far off. I mean, if they were far off and good, like the most recent X-Men movie, First Class, then I can buy it, even though I don't. I still don't like it. I still have that undercurrent of, ah, they're doing it wrong. Right. It would be so much easier just to do it right. I but, totally agree with you. That said, um, when it comes to Walking Dead, the, uh, the television show versus the comics, I adore both. And I just look at them as kind of divergent realities. Right. Um, like a mirror-mirror thing? Yeah, a little bit of a mirror-mirror thing. Um, Rick acts differently in the television show. He's a little bit more of a dick in the show than he has been uh, in the comics. Um, obviously, different things has happened. Have happened. Uh, different people died at, at different times or at all, and so uh, it's divergent. But it still feels, even, even though some of the some of the personalities are different. Like in the comics, I liked Laurie, uh, <laughs> and the show. She's just such a dumb bitch. <laughs> I mean, do you disagree? Oh, no, no. Uh, and, and the same thing with fucking Andrea. Andrea is awesome in the in the comics and in the in the show. She's like, I'm like, really? <sighs> she's she bothers me too. But you know, still like Rick and Glenn, and you know, and you know people who didn't exist in the comics, uh, such as uh, T Dog and. Uh, you know, Boondock Saint boy. Norman. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Yeah. We keep seeing him at the strangest places. The this last con year, like uh, he was everywhere. Everywhere I, we I turned around. Year west. He was right there. It was uh, it was very strange. As in, we were shooting the DC Universe at Dragon Con, and it's one of the biggest group shoots they have. And George Perez, artist, his uh, niece, Camille, was dressed up as Supergirl. And all of a sudden, this guy comes out of nowhere and is taking pictures of her while smoking a cigarette. And we're like, what the hell? What's going on? And it was Norman, and he had snuck into the photo shoot to take pictures of her. And he's like, you got this wall of shooters, and then, like, right up point blank in front of them, there's... This guy. You know, there's, like, we're like, who the hell is... Oh, Okay. Fine. All right. Bye on. Playthrough. And then we were at a Chicago... It was the Wizard World Chicago Convention, and we were at a steakhouse across the street from the center, and at the table directly across from us was Michael Rooker, who plays the brother of Norman Reedus' character on Walking Dead, as well as, you know, all the other action movies, sitting at this table with Malcolm McDowell, and then we're noticing that there's these two guys sitting across the room just making these crazy, very um, questionable hand signals at them. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And it's Sean Patrick Flannery and Norman Reedus. <laughs> and it was just one of the... Serious? Seriously? And, and the general gist of the hand gestures was Norman politely inquiring of the other fellow as to whether he was going to be getting it on with the lady that he was hanging out with at the time. Nice. Was it? It's hot. She was. It was just really funny. (laughs) 
Yes. All right. Well, where were we? Clearly, oh, yeah. We need to be spending more time with Bill and Marianne at conventions. <laughs> we have had such good luck with this stuff. It's been awesome. Yeah. Hold up one second. The doorbell. That's strange here. That is strange. Who's going to come to your house? Make sure they have a warrant. Yeah. No kidding. I like that last time. Oh. Last time. Hello, Superwoman. I love it when that happens. Oh no, I'm just going through your uh, your photos some more. I think you're looking through mine. Are the photos? I mean the... yours. I don't know. See, who's talking to her? Who's talking to you, not me? It's hard to tell. I can't see him. Oh, hey, I know this guy, Scott. Who's who's playing uh, Dick Tracy? Oh yeah. I met him in New York at. Uh, Comics Online did a, uh, a costume thing for Halloween in like 2007, and he was there as Nick Fury. Nice. Yeah, he was uh, he was one of our winners for that night. We gave away a shit ton of prizes. A metric shit. A metric shit ton. In fact, we had so many prizes. Uh, we. Well, we had a lot. We 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 had we had so many that uh, we were just giving out just armloads to the winners. We uh, that that really worked out well. Unlike uh, you know our last time, what was this Comic Con? This this last Comic Con, uh, we had a, just a big box of uh, porn from Vivid. We Woo! got the. Uh, there could be worse things. We we had the super. Was it Supergirl? No, I think it was Superman. And then we had uh, the Batman uh, parodies. Oh my God! So there is the Batman one, and then there is a DC Universe one that we found, and they're just—they're so funny. I was it, I the, can't well, was it Vivid or Extreme Comics? I do not recall. I'd have to go look again. But I know that we have both of them—the uh, Batman one and then the Justice League. DC Universe one. Gotcha. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we gave away, you know, our standard handfuls of oddball DVDs, and then everybody who came to the uh, comic concert last time, we got porn. So it was good. Hey, awesome. Yeah. I'm back. So, My uh, wanted cigarettes. I'm good. What? I don't know. She wanted cigarettes. I gave her cigarettes. I did answer the door exactly as I just texted you, by the way, Kevin. What? You see if I started to text you like that? When I said BRB? Uh huh. So Dune right now is apparently wearing some uh, disco metallic red boxers, a Guinness t shirt, (laughs) and about six uh, inches long. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, got, I answered oh, the door hey, also the while drinking beer out of the Star Trek glass. Oh, Classy yeah. with the K right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I answer my door at all times, just in case the cops come. Right. <laughs> just, just in case like, it's it's the filming crew from cops. Yeah, I got to seduce them. Man, I hate <laughs> oh, yeah. it when that happens. 
Yeah. All well, right. Here's Marianne doing a. Uh, uh, what was the actress with the leg out? Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Look, you're doing the same pose. Like a year ahead. Not. You're ahead of your time. Woo! That's where she got the idea from. Yeah. No, Craig Ferguson. <laughs> what? <laughs> I watch a lot of Craig Ferguson. I find him to be one of the best late night comics out there. He is pretty hilarious. Oh, look. And there's Marianne. What? Nice. You see that bottle? It would break so nice over your head. Good thing I'm not so there. A, drink the I'm alcohol. Just saying, there's Marianne as uh, Harley Quinn. <laughs> the memorable cosplayers of WonderCon. Mostly because I was taking photos of my friend cosplayer Roxana Meta in her Black Canary costume, and uh, the guy who took that picture, Oscar. <coughs> He was taking photos of me, taking photos of her. So it was Ever. amusing. And I got yeah, pictures of both you. Yeah. Yeah, Marianne, I, I have decided, is uh, is is one of the top, uh, it, what do you call, uh, representations next to, uh, next to Tara. What's her name? Tara something? Really? Tara Strand. Tara Strand. She's all kinds of awesome. She's my favorite. Well, she's everybody's favorite. I mean, she is like she's perfect. She's amazing. For, you know, as Harley Quinn. And, I, uh... I finally got to meet her in person at WonderCon this year. We tried to meet up at Comic-Con last year for the new version of Harley protest that she had organized, but it never really worked <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I met... Her and and I can't remember her husband's name. Donnie. Donnie. I met the two of them years ago at a. Uh, gosh, well, I met them first at like uh, a brotherhood thing, where they were Harley and Joker, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't Exsanguine. It was something else, but it was at the old Exsanguine location. Oh shoot. Anyway, it was something. Oh, it was, uh, and he wasn't, it wasn't a Brotherhood thing. It was Labyrinth of Jareth is where I, I first met them. And then I met them out of costume at a Brotherhood thing where we were on the Star of India. It was like a uh, pirate thing. Oh, yeah, the, the Marked Men party. Yeah. I still really want to make it to that. We, once again, were triple and quadruple booked, so we weren't able to go to all the parties that we wanted to. At Comic Con because we were doing photography for um, UGO at the time. Gotcha. Well, awesome. Um, so, uh, you guys seen any good movies lately? We actually both really enjoyed The Hunger Games. I wasn't oh. expecting to. I went in there with no expectations. I was a little worried that it might be Twilighty. Yeah, too tweeny. Yeah, but then I I saw it and I was like, that was a hell of a good movie. Um, I also saw something recently. Um, 
Friday night, I we, we were going to go to meet some people at, like, a divey-ass uh, bowling alley, and there was, like, some sort of uh, karaoke and shit, and then we got there early before anybody else was going to be there, and then we were like, uh, well, and then I was like, um, this is way too smoky for me. I, I fuck this, and so we went to the movies instead, and we saw, um, Julie was like, okay, well, out of those that you've just listed, I want to see either The Lorax or 21 Jump Street. Now, I had no intention of ever seeing 21 Jump Street. I figured it would be completely fucking useless. That was fucking hilarious. I laughed my ass off the whole way. Okay, that might convince me to try to see it then. I thought it was going to be ridiculously stupid. Well, that's how it's kind of been portrayed, and the panel did not change my mind at all. I... I completely loved it. Cool. I, maybe I was just in the right m- mood or mindset or whatever, but I thought it was great. No, you saying that, I'll totally give it a try. I mean, it yeah. only ever takes like one or two people telling me that, oh, no, it was good, try it, that I go and watch it and decide for myself. Yeah, I was... Uh, it was one of those things where I just kind of... Uh, had really low expectations, went and saw it, and I was like, my God, I'm glad I spent the time to see this. Awesome. Yeah. We ended up watching a very strange documentary that popped up on Netflix last night called 10 Miles Per Hour, and Mm -hmm. it's a documentary about a group of guys that did a cross-country trip from Seattle to Boston on a Segway. As in, on a Segway, the entire way. Wow. 4,000 some odd miles in 102 days or something like that. And we're like, no, this is going to be really stupid. Do we really want to waste our time watching this? And we ended up really enjoying it. Which one? The one last So how did they plug in? They have a bank of multiple batteries that are charged pretty much all the time so that when they need it, they can just pull over to the side and do an emergency battery transfer. Oh. And they actually so it was had, all the same Segway? It was, they had two Segways, but theoretically they only used one to make the, uh, the trip. The other one was just like, hey, I want to go ride my Segway with my buddies, so let's go ride these two together. Huh. And they ended up finishing the trip at the Segway headquarters in New Hampshire. It's either New Hampshire or Vermont. And the Segway uh, inventor gave them three additionals for the rest of their team so they could all have them. I mean, they had already finished the trip, but it was just kind of cool. Here, have three Segways. Wow. That's pretty cool. But it was enjoyable. We totally enjoyed it, and it was surprising. All right. Anything else? You've been watching anything, Dune? Uh, I started watching what may be the best worst reality show in the more or in the world this morning. Uh-oh. And I had to tweet a quote from it because it was so ridiculous. It was the first line of the show because I signed up for the week trial of uh, the Hulu Plus service or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. So I was still, eh, I don't think I'm ever going to use that because all the good stuff on there is on Netflix already. But uh, the quote at the beginning was, Gary Busey and evangelical pastor Ted Haggard are about to embark on a journey like no other. Yeah. That would sell you. 
Yeah, Holy that sold crap. me instantly. It's it, that was on Celebrity Wife Swap. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it, I started watching that, so that was good, and then I got caught up on the uh, couple episodes of Raising Hope that I hadn't seen recently or whatever. And uh, But aside from that, the service is only good if you're someone like me who doesn't have cable or anything like that and want to watch, like, Modern Family and that kind of shit in community. But aside from recent stuff, it seems pretty uh, useless. It's yeah, like, well, we I've offer thousands of shows! And I'm like, who the fuck greenlighted these shows and paid for them? I've never heard of, like, the vast, vast majority of them. They're just, like, strange, strange things. And it's like, there's a lot of, like, follow-ups to shows you didn't know had follow-ups. Like, like, <laughs> God damn, I can't even think of an example of a show that was shitty and got canceled. And then it's, like, that version of it, The Next Generation. You know? Oh, jeez. Where it's, like, Saved by the Bell, the new class, the animated series. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like shit you just didn't know existed and uh yeah, apparently that's there pixie hmm? i've never seen a pixie co- cosplay oh she's amazing that is, is that tia? yeah that's tia rod she's from iowa and she's just she's badass i you know it's not that hard of a cosplay to put together but hey she does like it really well yeah. she also does a good kick-ass yeah, she does a female kick-ass, and there was a whole photo shoot where she was the, um, you know, battle-damaged kick-ass, and it was pretty awesome. Oh, nice. um, as far as Hulu Plus goes, the two best shows, the two only ones that I ever watch on there, are a BBC series called Whites, and it's a bunch of kitchen workers and chefs that are all employed by, like, a really expensive resort castle type of place. So and kind it's, of like Downton Abbey? No, more, but it's modern. It's modern. Okay. Modern Mo- Yes, modern Sheffins. And it was really enjoyable, and there's only, like, six, seven episodes of it, and I wish they'd do more. And then well, the What other else one, is good on the... Oh, sorry. Uh, it's called Strictly Sexual. Is it boring? There, there is a movie... By the same title, by the same guy, and it is one of it. It's just oh, doesn't that have like Amber? Uh... That's the one. Yeah, it's Sorry. really good. And they ended up doing a <coughs> six, seven episode show for Hulu Plus, and it was amazing. The way it's written is just I think I love in, it. I think they're in a second season now with that stuff. Actually, really, let's go find it. <laughs> Are any of the same actors in it, or is, is it yeah, all same the same folk, characters? Much. It's the two main guys that are uh, in both of them. Well, the main guy is the writer. Yeah, the writer. Okay. And, and then the gals... I think they're different the girls. Say. No, they're yeah. different girls. Different characters as well? Yeah, two different female main female characters. But it is a continuation of the two guys. They talk about themselves, you know, living for the time in the, you know, in the pool house... Right. That's not really a house. <laughs> okay, right, shit. it's more like a dog house. No, it's a little curtained, easy-up, pop-up gazebo thing right next to the pool. So they call it a pool house, but it's really not. Is that what it was? I don't remember. It's been a while. I saw that on Hulu in, in like, when Hulu first came out. I'm like, all right, this title, I'm sold. That's exactly why I clicked on it. Kind of like... Yeah, who wouldn't? I mean, come on. Yeah, young people fucking was like that too. Where we're like, oh hey, that's really, yeah, that's a thing. 
Yes, yes, and it is awesome. It it's is, on, it's, uh, yeah, it might be on Netflix by this point. It might be, I don't know if it is, but um, it's another one that's totally worth the time to sit and watch. It is told from a stand, or story point of five different couples that are all different types of couples. Like, you have the the married couple, the one-night stand couple, the exes, the best friends, and it's really clever in the way they tell it. Cool. But yeah, you know, sex in all of them. Hooray. Exactly. That's why they're fun. Well, all right. Well, I think uh, we're hitting an hour and a half here. So, uh, hey, we have an episode. Hooray. A little bit disjointed. No uh, insulting crows except for, you know, in absentia. (laughs) I think we could still squeeze a little in. Yeah, that's what Crow said. To yeah, because that, that's it's like that quote from that show. That's funny. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you guys got anything else that you want to promote? You guys uh, have any uh, other events coming up anytime soon? We do, but it's not comic related. We don't care. Um, Bill puts on Renaissance fairs. And we have a fantasy fair going on in San Jose here in California in April. And that's what I've been painting backdrops for. And it's going to be really awesome. Looking forward to that. And what's the URL? It is going to be April 14th and 15th. And I believe it is (laughs) sjfantasyfair.com. Fair with an E. Right. Because it's old timey. Yeah. Exactly. Ye old and all that stuff. Right. Also, I wasn't being rude and laughing at the Renaissance Fair. I thoroughly enjoyed those. I was laughing because my cat is yelling to have intercourse again. <laughs> <laughs> I like Renaissance Fair. I just get bummed out about my cat. Uh, yeah. You could bring your cat to the Renaissance Fair. I can't bring her anywhere. She She'll get knocked up. She totally would find a friend. Probably at this event, we will have someone uh, dressed up and portraying Puss in Boots, actually. See? There you go. Oh, oh, one comic book-related thing I have going on. My Rocky Horror cast is doing a superhero theme night on Free Comic Book Day in May. What? Yeah. Someone's getting pregnant. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It might be your cat. Uh, Damn it. She's an insane cat. uh, Yeah, so uh, do you have a URL for that one, Marianne? I'm looking for it right now. (laughs) Okay. And uh, what's the name of that theater? It's called the Vine Cinema, and it's in Livermore. Livermore? Yeah, it's that weird. That sounds like it wouldn't taste very good. It, I it, know. The place doesn't taste all that good, but it's a fun, fun enough little town. Their popcorn's good. It so tastes like salt and bleach on the floor. Yeah, she's pulling these uh, URLs up. It's a weird segue. So you've been exiled back to uh, Texas again? Was that it? No, no. I, I, I live in uh, Missouri. Uh, Texas was a place I was at before I was in California. Um, that is to say, that was the project I was on previously. And now my project is on hold. But, uh, I will be returning to California when that, uh, you know, so I'm in a, uh, queue of hurry up and wait. I hate Back at the ranch. The website domain would be facebook.com slash cartel. <laughs> hey, he's to- that's the awesome voice for it. Oh wait, those are butts, huh? Those are butts. Oh, well, that's your what? butt. Okay. 
We have butts as our header picture for our Facebook group. Please we make sure butts. the butts are lined Hello. up to look like the lips. Wait. What's the one on the far left? The one with the red ribbon? Yeah. She is who plays our Frankenfurter most of the time, and that's who's going to be playing our Puss in Boots at the Fantasy Fair. Is that Tabitha? Yeah, that's Tabitha. Oh, right. Tabitha of the Epic Butt. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. And obviously our... Marianne is the little tiny short one. Hey. Oh, it's... I'm just it's saying. Hilarious. I know, it's <laughs> hilarious because we do the kick line in part of the show and Bill always takes pictures of the kick line and it's, you know, everyone's head's kind of at the same level and then you uh, drop down a foot and there's mine. Aw. How tall are you? Today your vegetables. I'm five even. Really? Good day. Yeah, five foot even. Well, all right. I am with the short. Oh, uh, hey, he's sitting right next to you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good thing that you're plenty short because you make Bill look tall. Exactly. <laughs> that's actually, hey, we've we've told totally this joke tall. forever that that's why he keeps me around because I'm the only girlfriend he's had that even in high heels is still shorter than him. Hey, it's not a joke. Hey. Except for those one shoes that you don't let me wear because then I'm taller than you. <laughs> hey, those are awesome. Oh, man. They are. Those it's are, pretty funny. Those are great Are you boots. looking through the pictures? No. Oh, uh, on Time Warp Cartel? No, not yet. I'll, I'll have save fun that with that. For later. Yeah, there's some good ones. I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> exactly. I'll be in my bunk. So, uh, this uh, shiny episode has been brought to you by the Time Warp Cartel and uh, the, uh, what's it called again? The, the Ren Fair? The San Jose Fantasy Fair. Excellent. So, there you go. Make sure if you are in California that you go to one or both of them if you are able. I'm pretty darn certain that you're going to have a hell of a good time. Oops. Um, Dune, you have anything to promote? <clears throat> Be excellent to each other. I like that. I like Party that, on, too. Dude. Party, Party on. on. So, for Marianne and Bill and Fake Crows and Dune Murderous, <laughs> and for everything geek pop culture, I'm Kevin Goswan, and this is Comics Online. Shut up, cat! Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch me there. <laughs> Needy Sorry. pussy. Oh, I gotta go cry. Giant boobs. All right. Swag. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Later, guys. Bye. Giant Bye. boobs. Swag. 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 Giant boobs. Swag a thousand times. Swag a thousand times. Swag a thousand times. Swag. Swag, 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 swag. swag. Even giant boobs. Swag a thousand times. Swag a thousand times. Swag a thousand times. Swag, 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 swag. Disclaimer, the opinions expressed by the participants in this podcast are their own and do not represent those of Comics Online, any other participants, or any employers past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing, much less WonderCon in Anaheim. 
Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciate Giant foul language, swag. cheerleader cosplayers, fighting sarcasm and swag. everything geek pop culture, even when it's delivered by a robotic voice Giant like mine. If you have comments, questions or suggestions swag. for the Comics Online podcasters, we swag. invite you to post on our Facebook page, tweet us on Twitter, email us at podcast at comicsonline.com or call us at one. 559 Love Keep. That's 1 559 568 4335. All original material in this podcast copyright comics online. Giant boobs, swag a thousand times over. Giant boobs, swag, swag, swag a thousand times over. Think about 2,000 girls in, in, in short shorts and t shirts. And t shirts. <sighs> I'm going to need some alone time.